Hello, hello, and welcome to episode two of Pandemic All Booked Up, the Buffalo and Erie County Public Libraries podcast about books, movies, and all things pop culture. I'm your host, Michelle Snyder, and sadly, that is where Jacob would announce his presence. He is not here today, but I do have a special guest co-host, and that would be my 17-year-old stepdaughter, Eva. Why don't you say hi, Eva? Hi. That's that's about all I'm going to get from you, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. We do have a special message from Jacob, though, that I'm going to play for you. Hey, everybody. Jacob here. So, due to the unfortunate decision of watching Contagion Black Summer 28 Days Later and Cabin Fever, I've decided I'm just going to go ahead and self-quarantine myself for a week. So, I am not going to be on the show, obviously. Uh, But Michelle pulled some strings and she's got Eva coming in this week. So, the show is going to be awesome regardless. I can't wait to check it out myself. Um, While... Uh, yeah, I got you guys here. Don't forget to check out the library's website at www.buffalolib.org. And don't forget to follow us and talk to us on Twitter at AllBookedUpPod. Uh, we'll get a hold of you there. And you can feel free to ask us any questions or tell us what you are doing to curb the boredom involved with our current status. Uh, so anyways, yeah, I will talk to you guys next week and enjoy the show. Okay, so we decided that it's probably not safe for Jacob to come over and record in my dining room, although we did have masks and we did obviously keep our six feet of separation, but I'm going to figure out how to remotely access him next week, so he will be back to annoy me and talk about terrible movies. But until then, if we want to hear about terrible things... I have Eva to talk about all of the things that she loves in her 17-year-old life, right? Yes. Are you you excited? Are you going to tell the world all the things that they should be experiencing? I'm very excited. (laughs) I love a lot of things, and some of them are weird or, like, not, like, (laughs) I don't know. Um, like uh, this is great already. This is this is good stuff. <laughs> some of them aren't as common in people my age. Okay, well, why don't you give me an example of something that you like that is not common? What are we gonna start with? Are we talking about a movie? Are we talking about TV? Are we talking about books? Share. What? Share? Yes. <laughs> We're talking about share. Yes. What about Cher? She's so amazing. I love her. And everyone makes fun of me. <laughs> because there's not, not a whole lot of people in your class loving on Cher? Yes. Why do you like Cher so much? I don't know. I don't even remember like when I started liking her. I just remember that like like one day it was just all Cher. Like, <laughs> like I love her so much. Wow, it's it's very passionate. Who else would you say is your favorite musically? Granted, I know the answer to this because I have to hear it all the time. But what's another uncommon one? Stevie Nicks. (laughs) Are you trapped in a different decade? I think so. Do you like music that's happening now? No. Nothing? No. I also like don't listen to the radio though, so I. I mean, we both like Lana Del Rey. True. It's more modern. Yeah. You can't think of anything else. Um, I mean, I haven't known you to like modern music since we went to Fallout Boy, and that was like five years ago. Oh yeah, well, I mean, I definitely, when you were a young person, yeah, I definitely went through like the whole emo phase. Okay, but um, 
with like Fall Out Boy and My Chemical Romance and Panic at the Disco. What what would this phase be called now? Hippie lady phase? Probably like <laughs> 70 year old hippie phase. <laughs> it's great. Nothing like listening to Cher. I know I told you before, but I actually saw Cher in concert. Um, she came. It was like a kiss 98.5 kissmas bash something and Cher came out and it was amazing and everybody was screaming and then she sang a song and then she looked really angry and she walked off stage and we we're like oh maybe Cher is getting a new pair of shoes or something and then Cher never came back <laughs> and I got to see Cher sing one song and the people from the radio station came out and they're like Ever- everybody cheer and Cher will come back and then they were like she's not gonna come back that was it so jealous <laughs> yeah when i saw her she sang the full show and it was amazing and i cried for two hours and i <laughs> sat next to an 80 year old couple <laughs> so seems appropriate yeah okay so in you're obviously an old spirit trapped <laughs> in a young body what are you watching are you watching things that people in your class are watching or is this also different that it's more similar to everyone else in my class i love gray's anatomy i've watched 14 seasons of it in the past seven months in seven (laughs) months that's not a lot of time i feel like that show i was watching it when i was your age i feel like it's been on forever it has it's really is it still good mind you i watched like two seasons it wasn't really for me sometimes the plot gets like kind of a little boring but then something happens and it just kicks it right back up again is it's that right so good yeah all right let's let's find a clip of maybe your favorite gray's anatomy scene i lied i'm not out of this relationship i'm in i'm so in it's humiliating because here i am begging meredith just shut just... up you say meredith and i yell remember yeah Okay, here it is. Your choice, it's simple. Her or me. And I'm sure she's really great. But Derek, I love you. In a really, really big, pretend to like your taste in music. Let you eat the last piece of cheesecake. Hold a radio over my head outside your window. Unfortunate way that makes me hate you, love you. So pick me, choose me, love me. Wow, you you look very affected by that. It's such a special scene. It's so <laughs> cute. And with everything that was happening in the show then, he like, his whole wife came back. Oh. Yeah, and then he and Meredith had to break up, but they are just so cute and then it's so sad. Well, Watch- don't don't say too much. Maybe we'll let people know that when the library reopens, you can get all of the seasons of Grey's Anatomy from the library and you can make this happen at home. You can be like Eva. And how many seasons? 14? Well, there's 15 on and Netflix. 15, okay. They're like showing the 16th now. Wow. What mm-hmm. else are you watching? What else should people know about? Um, well, I watch The Office every day. That's what I go to sleep to. I put it on before I start falling asleep. Yes, that's why your father hates both of us very much because of The Office. I think that's been banned on the on the main floor of the house. It's so good. 
<laughs> what else? <laughs> this is my best interview yet. This is, it just keeps coming. What other stuff? What should people watch? What about movies? Do you ever watch movies? And I'm thinking. Are you there? <laughs> this is radio. They can't see you think. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. My favorite movie is Love Actually. Oh, God, Eva. <laughs> you hate it so much. That is a terrible it is, movie. It's not. It, it is, is a the, terrible movie. It is the best movie. It makes me cry. Does every single time <laughs> make you cry? Of course. You're very emotional. Yes. Yet on the outside, you show no emotions. Do you save it all for media? Yes, I pride myself in that. <laughs> <laughs> so you like one movie. You watch Love Actually. I, I, lo- I love Love Actually. I really like Bridget Jones's Baby, not Diary, not the first one. Wow. Going for the third one? Yes. Because we all know that movies usually peak in the third one. It's the best one. I've <laughs> never saw that one. I liked number one. You didn't like number one? I did, but not as much as number three. Wow. Did it? Here's a serious question. Did it make you cry? No, it's okay. happy. Okay. <laughs> Patrick Dempsey is in it. Is that why you like it? Because it no. has your guy from Grey's Anatomy? I watched it when I was like 13 before I ever watched Grey's Anatomy. And I didn't even realize until like September of last year. Mm-hmm. And I watched it again. And I was like, oh my God. It's Patrick Dempsey. <laughs> <laughs> it's fascinating. Do you think... Mm-hmm. So do you watch other movies? I feel like I'm always asking you on a weekend to watch a movie and you're like, I don't watch movies. I mean, I do, but it it takes me a while both to like it enough to actually pay attention. And also, I don't like starting movies that um, like people suggest to me. Really? Yeah. I like finding them by myself. Oh, but some of the best stuff out there is stuff people tell you about. No. no. Okay. It's not. <laughs> right. it, it's not. Yeah. It's not. Do you think that because your generation is so different than mine, where you get access to, you know, watching a million seasons of a show at once, do you think that that has affected how maybe that you're not into movies because two hours and the story is over versus you're used to 100 hours of a, of a storyline? Well, honestly, I think it's more so that. I, at least me personally, don't really have the attention span okay. to I can keep, I can verify that. <laughs> to keep watching something like paying a hundred percent attention for like two or two and a half hours. Can't do it. So no. what are you doing when the shows are on? You're just half watching? No, I'm I don't know what's different <laughs> about it because I can watch ten straight episodes of Grey's Anatomy, but I just can't watch one movie. That's really weird, but I hear I that a lot from people your age. Yeah. So I feel like the access to whatever you want, that might also be intimidating that there are so many options out there that you just like the office, you keep picking the same things over and over because they're really comforting. Whereas when I was younger, like you love something, you're like bought the DVD or the VHS tape. <laughs> That's right. And then I guess, you know, watched it that way, but it's very different. Yeah. All right, what else? Should we, should, do you want to talk more about TV shows and movies, or do you want to talk about books? I'm just going to let you run this. I can talk about musicals. Musicals. <laughs> I love 
musicals. <laughs> Shariva, let's talk about musicals. Okay, so musicals. I don't like like classic musicals. I hate Sound of Music. Wow, strong words. Well, I watched it like once a week when I was in third grade. Why? Because our music teacher made us watch it, and I just don't like it now. Okay. Yeah. Um. I can't think of any other uh, <laughs> ones that like, you don't like. Yeah. Well, which ones do like, you like? Well, okay. My favorite musical <laughs> is Come From Away. It's about the 38 planes that were in the sky during 9-11, and they had to land in Gander, Newfoundland. And That's true? Yes. Okay. It this is not like, like a musical movie. This is just a on-the-stage musical, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it the like landing of all the planes was called the yellow ribbon operation mm-hmm. and i'm pretty sure i actually <laughs> might want to fact check that That's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, <laughs> keep going oh my god this is gonna be the end of the podcast <laughs> but it's it's so good like there's so much emotion packed into it when i saw it at shay's i cried (laughs) (laughs) i didn't see that one coming plot twist but it was surprising to me to see like that much of a reaction from an audience because usually the musicals i see at shay's are like like on your feet or like Mean Girls, which are like light, which we kinda. saw together. We definitely, yeah, did. we did. <laughs> and those are like lighthearted and not. I mean, they so have, like waitress. Would you consider that lighthearted? Most of it, like parts of it, obviously, are like harder because of her like pregnancy and stuff, mm-hmm. and her abusive husband great yeah Yeah. i i I see now i remember yeah Yeah. because we saw that one together too we did what else did we see together um we saw wicked yeah remember how terrible wicked was that's when the drunk lady sat next to me wasn't it yes and then she yelled through the whole musical it was like such a good show and it was such good seats and just everyone around us was drunk and loud. It was really weird Shay's experience. Yeah. But that lady was, she was off the hook. Yeah. She yeah, that was really terrible. peanuts. Oh, yeah, she was eating candy peanuts. You <laughs> have a good memory for that. Um, and then what else? I mean, obviously we love Hamilton. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't? True. It's, I, that was one of the first musicals that made me like start liking musicals really don't don't mean to be like quirky but <laughs> what no like i don't want to be one of those people that okay. are like it's okay. i love hamilton i mean i love hamilton it's okay to love hamilton it's okay <laughs> but that and dear evan hansen which we also saw together yeah we did we yeah. see a lot of musicals together hey. <laughs> the two of those on amelie i think were the first like more modern musicals that I started listening to because it was in like seventh and eighth grade that I started listening to those. And before that, I'd only listened to like movie musicals or like Wicked. I saw that was my first musical I saw when I was like seven, I think. I have to say it, it is weird that the only music I hear coming from your bedroom is 
usually musicals. Oh, yeah. I can be in, like, any emotional range. I can be, like, cleaning my room, listening to a musical, like, sobbing, listening to a musical. <laughs> so much crying happens in this house. I'm not even aware of it. <laughs> um, what about, so you said Amelie, did you ever see that movie? Yeah, we've watched it in French class like twice. It's a beautiful movie. It's so amazing. I was actually going to bring that up in our last episode because we did feel good movies like during this, you know, quarantine time when you're miserable, what you could always put on and feel better. And I was going to bring up Amelie because that one is that movie makes me so happy. I love it so much. Also, her. She is so cute. Audrey Tattoo. Is that her name? Something like that. She somehow has short bangs, but they're cute. Yeah. And then you want to go get that haircut, but then you know <laughs> no one's going to look good with that haircut except her. It has a really beautiful color palette Yeah, that's, throughout that film. That's one thing that, like, whenever I talk about it with my friends, because we've all watched it in French class, they all say that, like, the movie made them, like, physically nauseous because of the color palette. Really? Yeah, and I don't understand why. I th- it's, like, the most be- it's beautiful It's such a beautiful, movie. it's a beautiful, beautiful movie. Yeah. Here is a question. This I would love to watch with you if you haven't. Have you ever seen Moulin Rouge? No. What's that face, though? You're making a face. I have. Actually, I'd totally watch it with you. I've been wanting to listen to it for so long. I love that movie. I'll watch it. Let's do it. We'll watch it. We'll watch it tonight. Yeah. I do own it on DVD. Oh, my God. If not, I would have got it from the library. (laughs) Don't worry, people. You'll be able to get your stuff soon. Okay, that's great. Um, Why don't we jump into books for a little bit so people know what they should be checking out? Maybe what is your favorites? What are you currently reading? Anything? You're looking at me like you don't know what a book is. Well, (laughs) I have a little bit of a problem because I don't read very often anymore. Why? You used to. I know. I really used to love reading. I think a little bit of the whole technology hit me a little hard. (laughs) Hit you a little hard. Yeah. But that's every parent's fear. I know, we have a teenager so letting bad. you know it's true. It is. It doing really something. is. I talk all the time with my friends about how we all used to love reading and none of us read anymore. That really it's cutting me really deep. It's right really now. sad. So what is it about it? Do you feel that you're not patient enough to sit with a book or you're just not into it? I mean, there's a lot of good stories out there. So what what do you think is stopping you from doing it? I think it's just the patience because I definitely like really like some of the stories and I've read like a couple books like this year, but just not a lot. But I think it's just like the patience of like sitting down and reading a book, like the whole book. We're going to have to start forcing, you know, which I never want to do. You don't want to force people to read books because that doesn't create a love of reading. I'm just going to hope that as time goes on. It's something that you get into yeah. again. Well, what was started. the last good book that you read? Well, I never finished it, but <laughs> <laughs> but I've like been meaning to finish it because I was obsessed with like it. A, it was so like good. A bad parent. Right you the, you're the one that suggested it to me. It was White oh. Oleander. Oh, that was a good book. Yeah, I I have like a little less than half left <laughs> okay but it was so good so what I, made you stop if you really liked it i really don't know i think i'm gonna start reading it again because i've been thinking about just like sitting on like my roof yeah and reading sure 
So I think I might because that's been on my lip. Like it's always in the back of my mouth. You might need the warm weather. I mean, I really like I mean, I can read in the house in the backyard, but I really like in the summer to ride my bike to a park and sit out by a tree and read. And that then you're like, well, that's what I'm doing. I have nothing else going on here. Yeah, definitely. Like the like the main time where I get in books over the year is when I'm at camp. Like when I'm working at camp. Okay. And in my... When you should be watching the children. Are you actually <laughs> reading? Yeah, totally. <laughs> Good. Good. Um, where in... Like during my breaks, I'll just like sit in a hammock in the woods, like right next to a lake. Magical. And read a book. It's yes. amazing. Yes. And I just can't get that So experience. you just don't have aesthetically pleasing enough environment for you to read a book. Yes. Wow. Yep. Wow, princess. I know. Princess here. What um, was that um that author that you really like though? Used to hear her speak. You like her books? Oh, Sarah Dessen? Yeah. I love her books, but I feel like no one I know has read those. Of course, nothing you like, like anyone 2005. else likes. Has she just not written a new one, or are they just not popular anymore? She has. They're just not popular anymore. But those books, oh boy, do they resonate with me. I love her books. Why? I don't really know. I Well, not I they, they don't resonate with me. Just they're so emotional, and as we've learned, I <laughs> love some emotion. Do you read her books and cry? I do. I just want to slap you in the face right now. <laughs> They're so good. They're, my favorite one is called Someone Like You. It's about this girl named Scarlett and her boyfriend dies. And then he was in a motorcycle accident. And then she realizes like two days after his funeral that she's pregnant. Oh. And it's so good. It's like all the drama I wanted in my life <laughs> when I was like six years old thinking about what high school was. You wanted to be pregnant with a dead boyfriend in high yes, school? I can't I lie and say that I'm glad things did not work out for you that way. That's terrible. Oh, you're crazy. All right. So that's it with books then? You can't get any deeper than that because you don't read them. You can't well, recommend other things for people to grab? Definitely White Oleander because yeah. I haven't read it in the past. What's like the author's eight. name? I'm pretty sure Janet Finch. Oh, yeah, that is right. Yeah. That became a movie and it was a not good movie. Oh, dang it. It was not good. I just remember. So you remember in the beginning, I think her first foster parent, they like lived in a trailer park. Yeah. She was like the grossest, worst woman. Yeah. And they have like the most beautiful Robin Wright like this blonde, stunning actress playing that character. And I remember in the theater being like, nah, I'm not uh, okay with that. It's stupid. That's not good. No, it's not. It's a bad movie. <laughs> but yeah, that is a really good book. There was a... I have other books that I think that you would like. I, I'm just missing so many. I know that there are, is like a magic box of books somewhere in this house that never made it to the shelves. Because huh. every time I want you to read a book, it's... I'm like, oh, it's one of those magic box books. But luckily, you have a connect at the library. You have two connects. I do. And I have the Libby app. Oh, that's right. So you love the Libby app. I do. I just, well, usually, not usually, but most of the time, I, those are the same word. You most <laughs> of the time, what the hell? <laughs> it's okay. Keep going. <laughs> Most of the time I use Libby for I'll like download book I'll download the audiobooks of stories I really liked when I was little 
And instead of watching The Office, I'll listen to those to fall asleep. Right. So, like, I think my most recent, like, downloads from Libby are, like, Judy Bloom. Oh, wow. You li- you read Judy Bloom when you were young. I adored Judy Bloom. Every girl somehow reads Judy Bloom when they're young. Oh, See, that's yeah. amazing. We were reading the same books probably at the same periods in our life. Yeah. Which is awesome. You're so special. I'm glad that you use Overdrive. We do want to let people know while all this is happening, don't forget, like, there are so, there is like a ridiculous amount of ebooks and audiobooks that are available on Overdrive, and you don't have to go anywhere. And then they're just boom. They're on your phone, boom. Kindle. I don't even know what readers there are out there anymore. <laughs> I feel like everyone's just on their phone, but yeah. that's great. So, do you have any final words of wisdom of the Eva brain that you want to pass on to people? Wow, if people could see her face, you look distraught. Um, <laughs> there it is. Yeah? Oh, like it's like I see it forming. How do you feel about libraries? I really like libraries. I I think they kind of like I mean, obviously there's the people that like love libraries and like go to study and do everything. But also there's people that like have never been to a library or like like our one of my best friends is like uncomfortable in libraries and i don't really know why okay you should find out why i'd be very interested i mean when i was younger i definitely got nervous Mm -hmm. in libraries like i was too afraid to approach a librarian to ask like how it worked and stuff like that so i would grab random fiction books off the shelf and i ended up (laughs) reading really weird adult romance novels <laughs> when i was like 14 because there they yeah. were but <laughs> there they were but you know you get that libraries are important yeah and i really i think mostly because because of you and my dad i've just like been in libraries my whole life yeah but they're like really calming and yeah it's, i never really thought about it until like a year ago i don't remember if i ever told you this mm. But I, I think I had, like, a dream about a library. Okay. And then I, like, couldn't handle the idea of how many books are in a library. Oh, sure. It, like, wigged you out. Yeah. This huge number. Like, so, like, even in one section, there's, like, yeah. all books. And then there's, like, so many floors and so many rooms. Yep. And, like, storage rooms. Yep. <laughs> all of that. Yeah, no, it's crazy. And you're right. It's one section of one library. Yeah. And there's so many libraries. And they it, get bigger and bigger. I really almost had like an existential crisis about it. <laughs> and then she cried. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I probably did. Oh, Eva, you have done a wonderful job. And now we have made it to the end of the show. You just heard your voice for a second. She looked very, very upset. <laughs> so this is where we tell people to um, follow the library. You can find information, especially about COVID-19, on www.buffalolib.org. That's where you can also access Overdrive and get those ebooks and audiobooks that we were talking about. And, uh, oh, I forgot Jacob did like a pre-plug. This is usually his role. Um, follow us on Twitter at AllBookedUpPod, where maybe if I'm lucky, I'll post a picture of Eva, but she doesn't really let me take her picture a ton, but, but I'll see what I can do. So Eva, I always end every show with some facts. So I'm going to drop some facts on you about teenagers. Are you ready? Good. Are you ready for that? Yeah. Okay. So, what's the first one? The teen brain actually shuts down when you nag. So if you ever feel like 
as parents that your lectures are going in one ear and out the other, you might be right. Because in a new study, researchers at the University of Pittsburgh, California, Berkeley, and Harvard placed 32 teens and tweens in a brain scanner while listening to recordings of their mother nitpicking them. And the results revealed that certain key areas of the teen brain literally shut down when listening to criticism. That's so... I feel like... That's, like I feel like whenever I'm getting yelled at personally, um, I don't think my brain like shuts down. Sometimes I definitely like kind of have to like take a step back sure but but you feel like you're taking it all in yeah well what does harvard know i'm special um this one be grateful if your teen talks back we have a special thing in this household we call it sasser day that's when eva (laughs) is usually spitting her most sass but a recent study found that kids who argue with their parents may actually end up better off than those who don't. The reason is because teens who can disagree and say no to their parents are also more likely to have the guts to say no to friends and not cave into peer pressure. I like actually agree with that and I never really thought about it before because whenever whenever my parents talk about like anything like controversial really in my opinion or mm-hmm. anything that I'd want to like argue against yeah or? like argue against I feel like ever everything works out better if I can like form an argument and like say what I mean of course instead of just like stomping off or forgetting yeah okay well we got we got one for one here in facts <laughs> and as Eva already confirmed they are online way more than you think so while a lot of parents think they're keeping close tabs on what their teens are doing online recent studies show that they're completely clueless for instance parents um, in a survey think that teens spend two hours a day online what do you think about that Eva I, I spend like two da- two hours every hour. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so in a study that's found that teens spend five hours a day online surfing, and who knows what else they're doing. I mean, obviously they're watching Grey's Anatomy, but that's pretty much. I feel it. like five is a little short. But. A little short. Okay. Well, on that sad note, we'll be ending the episode. Eva, I can't thank you enough for being on the show, girl. I love you. I love you. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.